Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. I'm very, very excited. We have, um, you know, starting tonight, we have a fantastic guest that I'm just, a returning guest that I'm I'm super excited about, and this really kicks off the next two weeks. Um, It's a short month for me. We've decided to uh, take the last week off. We're not doing any shows the last week. Um, and the reason being, it's, it's very exciting news uh, for us, but uh, our family, um, our, uh, my sister and brother-in-law, Danny's, uh, my wife Danny's uh, sister, um, is expecting a baby that week. And babies are crazy. They're weird. So it, there's definitely a due date, but they can miss it. You know, you know they're like rock musicians. Sometimes, you know, things happen. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm, I'm kind of uh, riling our, our guest up a little bit tonight. Um, no, but, um, you know, they, they sometimes the days are off a little bit. And so rather than move a bunch of stuff around, I just said, you know what? We haven't taken a summer break. Let's just do it all that week and um, catch up on everything and, and, and you know, hopefully um, uh, be hanging out with the new, uh, the, the new member of our family. So we're, we're, we're doing that. But like I was saying, the next two weeks, I think we have 10 or 11 shows scheduled um, just back to back, and they're all fantastic. And it all starts out with one of my um, one of my favorite musicians. He's a uh, a rock musician, and he just does it all. He he he's, of course plays guitar, um, bar none. He is uh, just fantastic at it, and I want to talk to him. So let's catch up. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Darren Michael Boyd from Ottawa. Ottawa, Canada. Hey, Darren. How's it going, man? Oh, good. Congratulations on the the upcoming the upcoming family member. That's awesome. Oh yeah, it's a you know it's the first um, the first of the new generation in the family. First grandchild for my uh, in laws, and and it's uh, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's an Italian Italian German (laughs) family, so every it's a big deal, you know. And um, yeah, I'd say yeah. Yeah, now that there will be yeah. going on, <laughs> um, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You know, it's some good news, no. especially after this last year. Hey, I wanted to. Sure I, um, I I talked to a guest. Um, I think it was last week or a week before, and, and she was. I had I had a guest, and she was uh, out of Toronto, 
And she was telling me that they were just kind of easing up. I know when Canada was right here right now, they were super serious, as they should have been, with the pandemic. Um, how are things in Ottawa? Are things kind of easing up a little bit for you now, or is it still pretty it's, it's, pretty locked down? Uh, yeah, it's getting there now that, that people are getting vaccinated and, you know, that's rolling out. So, yeah, it's it's starting to... I mean, it's far from normal, <laughs> you know, but it's... I gotcha. At least there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it seems. Things are opening back up. But, you know, some of us are, are I don't know if skeptical is the word, but, you know, this has happened a couple of times. You know, closed down, opened up, half right. open, whatever. So we just like, okay, whatever it is, <laughs> we'll, we'll just roll along with it. And, yeah, so uh, hopefully... I hear you. I mean... I, I've been wanting to play live shows again for a long time. Obviously, it seems like it seems like a whole other lifetime, you know. And, and I'm sure a lot of musicians are feeling this the same anxiety of being excited about playing, but also feeling like they're you know they're not ready. And there's going to be a starting gun, like bam, you're ready to go, and, and then just being left in the dust because they're not prepared. <laughs> it's like what have I right. been doing for two years, you know? But yeah, well, I don't know if it's busy. It's it's crazy. Were well, oh. you always, even pre-pandemic, I remember, um, when you originally came on the show, we were talking about this. And one of the things I really was inspired by and impressed by is you were making these, these awesome videos. I mean, they were just wicked cool. And um, and you had a lot going on. You you And I know, you, you know, um, you also – outside of music have a have a life and, and work and, and, and you know like like ninety nine percent of musicians and artists and whatnot. Um but you keep you keep very, very busy. You're always doing something. I imagine this yeah. this past period was tough, man. Because it kind of stops yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of does, but at the same time I guess the good thing about what I was already starting to do is that it's pretty much self-sufficient you know I wasn't going oh I can't go into the Mm. studio or I can't shoot a video I just kept plowing away doing the things that I would normally do anyway um the bad part is that it's hard to capitalize on any momentum it's hard to really when you can't play Mm. live I mean I I have new I put out two albums working on the third and then I have a single that just came out and it's like it's hard to get people to even stream it, let alone buy it or download it for free because, it, you know, without playing live and getting out there and making that connection. Right. And, and I'm one of these people who is busy, but I'm not busy for the sake of just making content for, you know, for social media. I really mm. don't care about that. I'm just busy because I'm inspired to be busy. I, I like doing it. And, uh, oh, you know, speaking of, of my um, ridiculous videos, I actually, I don't know if you saw this or not on, on social media, but um, I, I just won an award for one of them, the uh, Alternative Film Festival out of Toronto. Um, really? Is it a, yeah, North American Music Video, Best North American Music Video. Um, I mean, what are the odds of that? I see my name beside the word director. I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's like... A, these videos, I just tell people who are in bands, just do it. Don't wait for some 
you know, ten thousand right. dollar check or something, just do it. Like get your phone out Absolutely. and video. Like Absolutely. You're gonna have to start an IMDB page now because, you know, you're I, I have also one. a director and producer. Oh, you have one, okay. I was well, not aware. I do, but um, if anybody goes to it, there will be. It, I'll be one of those people with no picture and no anything because I haven't figured out how to. You know how it is. There, like when you try to do a million things, some something get pushed to the back, and that's all on my list. I really need to do something because I have been in a couple of movies, usually being myself, but still. I nice. figure, hey, if people search for me, it can't hurt that there's one more place that my name pops up, so I should get a picture or something too. <laughs> There you go. And there you go. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, you can put that on there. That's awesome, man. No, it's it's yeah. funny you say that because I have, um, since you were on, I think we were kind of getting into it right the last time you were on, but we've, um, with the show, we, we've, we have a lot of movie people now. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's maybe equal time um, with musicians and Film, uh, you know, new people pushing new, uh, promoting new movies that are coming out and whatnot, and uh, it's a very nice place to be with the show because you know you have a ton of guests all the time. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing, it's all independent, ninety-nine percent of it is. But it, man, there's people, and it's I've had this conversation because I'm making the web flyers and stuff, and I'm looking at somebody's IMDb page, and I'm like, this guy directed this this movie, he doesn't even have a picture of himself on the IMDb. It ain't just you. It's a lot of people mm. out there. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, and it, what you just said makes it sense, seems difficult. He's busy. Yeah, you know, there's other yeah. things going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, making a movie, like making now, a video. Yeah, now you have to be, I mean, in, in varying degrees, but generally speaking, most of us as musicians now are are independent. You know, we and we're... Mm-hmm. You know, that there's advantages, of course, but one of the disadvantages is that it's exhausting, right? Like, again, you said, you know, I have a job, a job that I like, I have a business. Yeah, I have, uh, you know, a a life, and yet, um, man, i got to figure out how to, you know, work social media half the time. What do they change this time? And and then so going and figuring out all of these things, yeah, you have to do everything. And, and then mm. so I jump in and do decide to be a director, and I'm also the light guy, and I'm the editor, <laughs> I'm, I'm catering, I'm everything, right? I'm just yeah. That's awesome, though. That's but, funny. You know, and it's so true. I the other day I was sitting here, and everybody always thinks I'm in a good mood because I'm always in a good mood when I do the show. Um, you know, um, if I'm not, we'll suddenly have technical. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, ladies. I'm always in a good. I like doing the show. Um, but the thing is, is everybody thinks, oh, he's in a great mood all the time. Very, very not true. I get, you know, I'm at that age where I'm, it was funny, like my father, when he was this age, was the same way. He would get grouchy, you know? And then he, once, (laughs) once he hit 60, he just didn't care. He was just always happy. (laughs) You know, he was like, yeah, that guy cut me off. Whatever. It's a nice car. You know, he just didn't care. I look forward to not caring because I'm at the hyper caring stage right now. And um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it, it's exhausting. And uh, so the other day I was being grouchy and I was telling them, I'm like, I am so sick of having to do this social media every day. It just never ends. 
I, I, uh, I, I didn't do much one day, and I got a bunch of emails from people. Are you okay? What's going on? You know, are you sick? What's happening? And I'm like, get out of my life. You know, what are you kidding me? And I was very annoyed, very grouchy this day. And she's like, you know, and my wife's cool because she's like, shut up, Jamie. Relax. Relax. She, you know, Picasso, reel it in there. You're fine, you know. And uh, let's watch a show and calm down, you know, have some downtime a little bit. And she was right. And the next day, the next morning, there I am posting a bunch of shit. And, uh, you know, yep. getting the, making sure the, the gears are turning, you know. You have to you have to keep doing stuff nowadays and it's if you mm-hmm. don't you sort of lose momentum and it's that I think like what you're saying about being, you know, having grumpy days and, and being overly like caring too much. I think a lot of what people don't really think of without getting too serious here, but but like we often talk about mental health and, and in particularly mm. a lot with artists and we are, there's a lot of things that are just very um, oh, counterintuitive. You know, we, we're here putting our heart on our sleeve and we're just opening up and putting out, you know, stuff that's very personal or means something to us. And then, and people, uh, you know, just spew hate and we're supposed to grow a thick skin. And like, oh, what? <laughs> like, why? Right. why? Why should I, you know, that's, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm not talking about criticism. I'm talking about the haters, right? The people that are... Right, which, right. Which, you know, happens, really, I've, I've been fortunate. I've been fortunate. I have. I really haven't had too much of that. And, and I, you know, just well, you're, anyway. You're but, a fantastic <laughs> musician, too. I can't see anybody finding fault with your music. It is, you know... Uh, um, you know, people will find fault with... with the, the largest, the biggest artists out there, you know, and then there are all these That's people. That's <laughs> Probably because that the very, are, the more people are jealous and, you know, and hate it. That is very <laughs> true. But, you know, it's, and it's yeah. weird, too. I mean, like you were saying, you know, with the pandemic, everybody, you know, at home, um, you know, nobody had much happening. And I think a lot of people, a lot of those people um, that are like that suddenly – didn't have any uh, outlet for their hate, <laughs> you know. So they, yeah. well, hey, I'm anonymously on a keyboard here. I can just be super uh, a super <laughs> jerk, you know. Um, a super jerk. <laughs> <laughs> they need a shirt. That, that should be the title. Yeah. That should be their. Yeah. Exactly. You well, went super jerk. You day. have to wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have to wonder what it is that you know makes people. Uh, mm. do that like, I, I don't get it I, I would never I don't even like I don't know if I've ever even given anybody a thumbs down on YouTube if I don't like something I just move on like I don't know if it's, yeah it's well I think all of our parents and grandparents taught us you know if you got if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all yeah. and yeah sometimes I don't say a lot <laughs> um, you know <laughs> but I never I have many many internal um monologues that happen, um, you know, but I don't don't say those out loud, you know. Well, and that's that's the difference, too. I think there was a time, like, maybe pre-internet where, you know, you didn't like a new song on the radio or whatever, or whatever it is, and you talk to your friends and and you'd make fun of it or, you you know, whatever the case, Mm -hmm. you'd be really mean 
when you're just chatting with your buddies. Um, and I don't think there's a whole lot of harm in that kind of, you know, blowing off steam. But when you're going on the Internet and, and you know, you, you have to take the time to think of something really cruel, mm-hmm. type it out, press send, and know that everybody is going to, you know, the person's kids are going to see that or they're, you know, it's like, right. why would you, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, but it's it's sometimes uh, the bands like Nickelback are laughing at the hate because I think it's done them more good than than harm. You know, they're still, yeah. well, I mean, maybe pre pandemic. I mean, yeah, I'm just using them as like an example. I'm not either really a fan or not. I don't really care either way, but I just laugh at how much people just love to hate on them and it's like they're still you know a huge selling act you know they're they're still selling out like they're not back to playing clubs or something you know what I mean so somebody is buying the tickets (laughs) they're not at the state fair which there's nothing wrong with playing state fair you know Um, no not at all (laughs) saw a lot of cool bands I missed the first time around at state fair yeah yeah. very happy about that Um, no, it's very true. But and the thing that I think that a lot of people miss is art and music, anything really, literature, it's all subjective, you know. Um, just because you don't like something doesn't mean everybody else can't like it. And, you know, something you like, maybe nobody else does. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. I could, I could make a whole yeah. Spotify playlist of, of songs I think are great. Um <laughs> You know that the dog howls yeah. at when she, when I play them. <laughs> she doesn't like them, <laughs> but you ah, know, that, the they're not made for her. You know? No, that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I feel like. You know. Oh, you still there? Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I, there's oh, so many okay. cool right, things. Wait. You know why focus on the negative too? You know, I I remember me and my wife. We were out. We were somewhere and. Um, I think we're at a Target or something, and man, somebody was in a bad mood. This guy was just walking around, just complaining and just going off on people, and just he was just not happy. And I looked at my wife and I said, "Man, just think, you know, after he had went away, I didn't want to have a confrontation with this guy. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't my job for the day." And I told no. her, "That guy's got to walk around in that mood all day, <laughs> and I'm like, every day that guy's got to be that. He's got to wear Ooh. that." <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Not cool. I'm so glad. No. Um, you know, but it's uh, any fine, cool stuff. Let me ask you this: Now, you, like I said, are very prolific, and and you write a lot of new stuff. You know, I imagine, and with your talent, you know, I'm sure that there's you know great bands and, and artists and, and songs and stuff that you, you you could do. You know, or probably have played, know how to play and whatnot. Um, but with your new original stuff. Um, happen, so much of it happening. Um, I mean, do you do you just find inspiration all over the place and like like save it in your phone or write it down? How does that how does it work in the mind of Darren Michael Boyd? Like cre- well, creating you know, that, that's, this awesome stuff. Well, you're, it's partly that um, I do. Uh, I have my phone with me all the time, and I'll be sitting there and just noodling around I find it hard to practice guitar you know if I pick it up 
and I start trying to practice something, it takes me less than two minutes, and then I go, oh, that's cool, and then I start hitting record on the voice memo, <laughs> like when I'm trying to write a song. So I spend more time writing songs than I than I do practicing, which is, to be honest, that, that was the goal from the time I picked up any instrument, was just to create music. Um, and so I, I often do that, and it's hard not to find inspiration. There's just, I mean, there's so much great music, and although it's weird right right now, especially, I don't drive very far because where am I going, right? Mm. <laughs> I can't go very far. And that's when I usually listen to music um, is when in the car. And right now I'm not going very far, so I will, you know, throw on Spotify or, or one of my CDs or something. And the other place mm. I listen to music is going to the gym, which, of course, I haven't been doing as much either. But um, things like that and uh, – yeah, I, but I know I'm probably not fully answering your question, but it just it comes uh, from the air sometimes. <laughs> like it's just there, uh-huh. and uh, and then you have to let it happen. I think I think it was Michael Jackson said something like that. Where the the songwriter needs to get out of the way of the song. So when it starts flowing, don't try to shape it or manipulate it too much. Let it let it run its its natural course, and then you can you know, mess with it, I guess, and do the editing. Absolutely. I have messed up so many paintings messing with them. <laughs> you know, it's, mm. it's done. Thinking um, you know better than the inspiration, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And my wife's great. You know, she'll come in and I'll be working on it. And she looks at it and she goes, I think you're pretty much done with that one. And yeah. I step back and look and I'm like, you know, she's right. And then I'll look at it and I'm yeah. like, that nose needs to be a little thinner, you know, and then you start messing with it. Six hours later, you, you're you like, let's just, let's just start over. Yeah. <laughs> and you've lost it, you know, it just goes right to your, your hand, like sand in your hand. It's, uh, it's crazy. Hey, I wanted to let people know um, also, because so I noticed something new on your website, um, DarrenBoyd.com. Um, the Michael's not in there, ladies and gentlemen. It's just DarrenBoyd.com. We have links up on yeah. our show page. There, there's a time. story. There's a reason for that. We'll, we'll get to it. I'll, I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I noticed I love, love the uh, this graphic. You have this, like, it's almost like an animated-looking graphic. It's got your awesome cat who uh, we were talking about off mic before the show. You, I don't know the technical name for it. It's one of those hairless cats. Sphinx uh, uh, cat, yeah. Sphinx cat. And I, I saw the picture that I showed my wife. She loves it, too, on uh, in your Instagram, um, which there's links to all this, ladies and gentlemen. Up. And also, I was scrolling through your Instagram, and you had this, this fraud, a toad. And it, was the, it looked like a Japanese monster movie uh, character. So it was the, I've never seen a toad that looked like this um, ever in my life. And um, I was just so impressed. And then I just noticed them on, on the graphic on your website. And then I look up from that, and it says Little Toads Rock and Roll Pod. You started doing a podcast? Oh, yeah. Geez, I almost forgot about that. Well, what happened? Here's another another example of, of doing things and then not having enough time to do them. And I don't have to tell you how much time and work, and I don't think anybody listening who doesn't know, trust me, <laughs> there's, there's a lot you don't see and a lot, a lot of work, right? Oh, yeah. So I, I certainly appreciate that. Um, but I had time. Uh, there was time when um, 
I was off work. That was shut down. I had all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff going on. And I'm like, you know what? I I really want to do this. I want to, because I, I was doing something with an old website where I would actually do interviews with people, but they were like print interviews. And oh, okay. I thought, well, why don't I do, why don't I just like move that to doing like a podcast or YouTube channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started and I got a couple of interviews in and then I just simply ran out of time. So it's, it's not right. done yeah. like the, 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 you know, it can still happen, but right now it's just sort of, it's way at the back. Um, end, but I, I haven't hate. taken it off. I gotcha. I gotcha. And now folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. 
A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. No, it, yeah. that happens so much. You are not alone in that, Darren. I, I get people all the time, especially, uh, I'll tell you, especially my uh, friends of mine that are comedians. It seems that all the comedians, um, because all the big guys, and gals um, all have podcasts now. And so they're like, hey, let's, let, I want to do a podcast. So I get people that ask me, and, um, it, you know, they're like, you know, uh, how do we get advertisers? How do we do that? And I'm like, well, you got to do some episodes. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I tell people it is no secret. The, the reason we, I mean, and this is like we're in the, we've done over 1,100 podcasts now, but the reason we got to that point isn't that I just know a ton of cool, I do know a lot of cool people, but I don't know that many. Um, and I make no secret <laughs> of it. In the early days, I ran out of famous people to have on the show in about a month. And um, wow. I was like, oh, well, I, I guess we're done. <laughs> I wasn't living in Southern California, so I'm like, I'm, I can't meet any new people, really, um, which wasn't true. I, I actually started meeting people over the Internet, but um, it was amazing. We, I, I remember we were, my wife's really into this, uh, does makeup and all this kind of stuff, like movie special effects type stuff, and um, cool. she was just getting into cosplay and everything. She used to watch this show called Face Off. It was on the Sci-Fi mm-hmm. channel. And it had all those people that did that oh, yeah, for a yeah. living. And so I just, I'm like, well, that guy's pretty neat. Um, found him online, emailed him, said, hey, you want to be on the show? He did. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. Well, yeah, and but I had people thing, like that, and I – sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Finish your thought, man. Well, I was just going to say that I, similar things have happened to me where I've, I have, even for this podcast, messaged people who I thought – there's no way they're going to reply. And some of them did. And it's like, wow. So I don't want to really say any names just in case that some of those ones actually do happen. But I mean, I had Robert Sweet do a little thing on YouTube for me, a little shout out, which was called Robert Sweet from Striper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. What's very cool. It's it's a a weird thing, but you're right. You were right. And that's what everybody figures out about usually, usually about, six or seven episodes in, um, they'll, uh, they'll say, oh, man, <laughs> there's, a lot of non, there's a lot of non-fun stuff. You know, this, this is the funniest part of doing the podcast right here, talking to you. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and you're doing, all you're the doing other, it live, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right. we, where, where before we put it out, we do it live, and then, you know, if there's anything crazy, like my dog just whining, um, I'll go back through right before we release it and, and edit that. I try to edit, clean it up, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Th- 
after the like we'll talk for an hour or whatever, and then there's another hour of, of editing after that, sometimes two. And then before though, just building all the web flyers and everything, that's another couple hours right there. So each episode you're really looking at five or six um hours worth of work, you know, sometimes more. Yeah. yeah. If the person doesn't have a picture yeah. on their IMDb page. I've had that happen too. <laughs> and where you put the wrong, you know, you like, okay, well, I'll just Google image search this person. And, um, oh, no. oh, there's a picture of them. <laughs> and it's the wrong one. It's the wrong person. You know? right, it's not the right person. Um, yeah. Tell me about Spider Jewel. Like, like, how did, or should we play it and then talk about it? How do you want to do it? We can uh, do it either way. It whatever, matter to me. Whatever, yeah, whatever works for you. I'm, I'm good either way. Well, let's, let's play it. And then we will sure. um, we'll talk about it. Because this is a fantastic track. I really dig it. Everybody, oh, check this you. out. This is Darren Michael Boyd, Spider Jewel. Gentlemen, Spider Jewel, Darren Michael Boyd. Yeah, that kicks ass, man. I love it. Ah, oh, thanks. A lot of it's very, in that. very retro, and 
it's kind of, you know, it, it, it's just, I don't want to say a whole new direction because that's just silly, but I mean, there are a few songs that kind of, yeah, would, would raise my brows kind of like that going on the next album where, um, and for those people who heard the song and have no idea who I am, usually it's a little rockier, you know, a little more, mm. you know, a little more in the hard rock direction, but yeah, I don't know. I just, again, I like to explore different uh, styles and sounds and, and I'm really feeling that kind of, uh, I, that like that outro, it just kills me because it, it just came out of nowhere and like two guitar parts and the bass part are all playing something totally different and it just kind of vamps out and that, mm. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it just, it's hard to decipher what's doing what, that it's, uh, yeah, and when I was doing it, you know, speaking of, of you know, kind of wearing your own, wearing the hats, I'm like, it was way too short. I'm like, oh, I got to drag out a little bit longer, <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> That's counterintuitive awesome. for me. And uh, in songs, I usually cut things short, you know, like, oh, that's enough of that. But <laughs> That's funny. That's cool, though. That is cool that you know that you can yeah. do it. That's a hard thing in any type of art to do is to know when it's done, when it, when a particular part is oh, done. Oh, yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Learn, that's, that's, that's that is everything. wisdom. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it comes, you're you know, probably... You just go on forever. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, damn, you... I'm in the zone. <laughs> yeah, no. You're probably right. You're probably right that, you know, it, it comes with time and knowing like, okay, that's done, you know, just experience. Um, mm. I'm not a great, I don't improvise well. Uh, I mean, I can, mm. but uh, um, it's, a, it's a weird thing to admit as a guitar player. But again, because when I was a kid, uh, my first real band, we, we went on the road. We were touring all across Canada and into the States, and we were just kids. And yet I was one, the main songwriter. And one of the things that we did was we were huge fans of like Motley Crue and Poison and Alice Cooper and all this mm-hmm. theatrics. And when you're putting on that kind of show, you're not a jam band. You know, you, you don't go up there and just right. play solos three times as long because you feel like it. It's like, no, somebody's going to get their nose blown off by the pyro that's supposed to go off when you're supposed to be back there, you know? So, so my whole career as a guitar player or songwriter has been like, this is when that part ends, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it was yeah, never, different. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. People ask me, you know, and it's, it's with, with painting, it's weird because everybody has these same thing. I'm sure with guitar playing, you know, everybody has preconceived notions of, of what you, what you do and how you work. And um, one of the things with, with art and painting and I'm not putting anybody down. Hey, people do whatever, you know, they, they do whatever works for them. For me, I, I'm like you. Uh, improvising, they think that I sit down at a blank canvas and just let the brush go where it wants to go. I've done that. It's very hard for me to do that. I like plan. I, like, I have painted, usually when, I, when you see a painting, I have painted that painting at least three times in my head before I even sat down at the canvas. You know, I have an idea of, what needs to happen and you right. tell people that and you like it shows and stuff and they just look so sad <laughs> you know so i just got to stay in it 
very right. steering wheel that's right in front of you. So it blinds you while you're driving when the sun hits. I'm like, who thought that was a good idea? Why? Why? Well, I know what I'm driving. I bought the car. I already know. Why are you selling this to me? Like, absolutely. And, and I get it. If you have like a 1932 door for something, and you want that chrome dowel up there, you know what I mean? And you're, you know, yeah. wearing a top hat when you're driving. Fine, that's cool. <laughs> if you're driving a Hyundai. You don't need that up there. Which I am. I agree. That's what I'm driving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, that's yeah. cool. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. 
uh, The Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Because that is why my um, domain name is DarrenBoy.com instead of DarrenMichaelBoy.com because um, there's an actor, a British actor, who's who's pretty well known, uh, maybe not huge, but big enough. And um, and I remember back in the MySpace days, he we were. MySpace friends, and he actually sent me a message going, "Hey, are you, do you know any other Darren Boyd? You're the first one that, that I that I've met or, or known about." So we chatted a little bit, and I'm like, "Man, I got to get this domain name before he does." And then now knowing he probably has DarrenBoyd.uk, right? But it doesn't matter. But, and that's why. <laughs> and then you know what's really crazy? I, I'll actually have I've had not not often, but I've had people send me emails. And I can tell by their their email address that they're from the UK, and they're asking, you know, for an mm-hmm. autograph photo or something. And I'm like, so you you looked well, at my website? Then. How you? Yeah, I'm like, how did you get to that point in my website without <laughs> knowing? And then I'm kind of like the smart ass in me is like, oh, do I send a picture just to be funny or, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Then we yeah. end up like, hey, I got a rock star instead. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a new no, fan. You never yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah, you never buy all the albums. You never know. Um, that yeah. guy just happens to be um, a board producer, and <laughs> he wants to throw a bunch of money. Fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three more out, future albums. No, I, you never know. You never yeah. know. No, I hear you on the domain thing. I had jamierocks.com for a long time, and then I went out of town. I was living in Southern California, and I went up to San Francisco for uh, like a week doing some work and stuff up there, and the domain expired. And for some reason, I missed it in my email or whatever. And one of these companies, it wasn't another Jamie Rocks. It was just some company said, oh, he's getting a lot of traffic on it. And they bought it, and then they they tried to sell back to me. You know, they're like, well, if you give us $2,500 – so I went to GoDaddy and I bought up JamieRocks.us, you know, for a buck ninety-eight or whatever, and I just yeah. changed everything. And I'm like, there we go. And it's funny because that was I don't know ten years ago or something. So for ten years I've been using JamieRocks.us, and um, I got a thing, and it, it's like, well, you can buy this for twenty bucks now with JamieRocks.com. And I was talking to my wife, and I'm like, you know, the thing is, though, is I built this brand on the JamieRocks.U. I don't want the .com now. I don't need it. Yeah. I went ahead and bought it, but just so nobody else had, you know, yeah. one of my ex-girlfriends. Or well, and you, but, you can um, have a point to your your site so somebody what, types it in. Yeah. Right. And At least it goes so anyway. there. I've done that with my, my business, too, because I changed the – the name of my my business just slightly. I didn't really even change it. I just mm-hmm. took out a the that was at the beginning, and so 
I wanted to make sure that if people were still typing it in, that they were going to hit right. the right one, you know. Exactly. exactly. So what type, <laughs> to circle back, what type of tone is that? Because that's a crazy-looking oh. tone, man. Yeah, we started talking about that a half an hour ago. That, that toad is, uh, if if it's the one I'm thinking of, and I'm pretty sure it is, um, is actually called a giant toad. And you will be delighted to know that they've actually been introduced into certain places in South Florida. Um, mm. They're from Central America. And mm. they're, yeah, some places in, uh, in the U.S. If you, there's a, a, at least one really good documentary on the cane toad it's called the cane toad and and it's oh yeah yeah yeah. just the one that was introduced by silly government people into australia and causes a whole Mm. lot of problem that's the one so um they're also the ones that people lick you know because they're Mm. genetic qualities um i've never tried it i'm not interested in licking a toad (laughs) Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've never, I've never been shown for a good time that much. No, but no, the toad, toad is, back in my younger days, I, man, I'm, I might have tried it. <laughs> it's not beyond. I don't the know that I, was, I, don't know. Oh, I don't know that I had those not. wild days. It's, it's, uh, that that would have been a great, you know, behind the music thing if I ever. <laughs> You know, made it to that point. You know, be like all these other people doing all kinds of drugs, and me like, yeah, with Darren a had a toad. toad with him everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't his emotional support toad. That's funny. Now that is and rock and roll, a, man. That is that is yeah, rock star material. Toad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his writer? Yeah. He has to have a velvet cushion for this toad that he brings with him. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, <laughs> Not just the brown M and M's removed, but also <laughs> that's right. I got in trouble with the writer one time. I um Already? I was doing a gig in Southern California. It was for this uh, film festival thing, and they asked me when everything you know when it was all set up. They're like, "Well, you know, have him submit his writer, everything he'll need to you know to, to paint live." And I was being a smart and I'm like, "Well, I definitely need some Japanese vodka, you know." And so I get there and. I, some intern somewhere had, you know, ran through hoops, jumped through a bunch of hoops, I'm sure, to acquire this very rare Japanese vodka bottle of it sitting there. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I got to drink some of this. <laughs> and I was just yeah, messing better. around. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm painting live. I'm super nervous. And I'm like, and I got to drink this vodka now? Oh, man. This, and I never drink when I work. And um, no, I'm not that cool, you know. And so, man, I got, oh, I got so plastered drinking. I didn't drink much of it either. And it was just, I had to go home yeah. early. Like, well, I got another event. I got to go to up your cred. It's like <laughs> painting. I'm telling you. Hammering back Japanese vodka. <laughs> One of my favorite bands is from Japan. Uh thing called mm. Unlucky Morpheus. If you ever get a chance to check them out. And you, the only reason That's that I didn't bring name. that up, besides aside from talking about the the vodka is that um i like i i home studied a little bit of of japanese years ago so i, mm. I but i don't i don't know enough to know what they're singing about i really don't so <laughs> it just goes to show when like some people would question well what are you doing with instrumental music like that's not 
real, right. not a real popular genre. But the thing is, you can touch a whole lot of people, and people will interpret oh, yeah. what you're doing. And you don't have to. The, the words, it, and, and I'm a lyricist, so I'm not dissing, you know, great lyrics. That's not the point. It's just the point that you can still have a really big, really good impact without them. So, you know, uh, and yeah, there was something else about that. Oh, yeah, the writer. That's what it, you know. That brown M M&M and M story. Did you, did you ever hear about? Right, that? right, right, right. The Van Halen thing. So take. Oh yeah, they had the whole reason they no brown M and M. Yeah, and the whole reason they did that was not just to be diva jerks, to although I'm sure it was fun, but they did it because there were other things that were more serious and potentially, you know, safety issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess on the first tour, it seemed like they weren't really getting a lot of, you know, enough respect. So the idea was to make sure that if if they had M&Ms with the, the brown ones removed, they knew that... The promoter was doing their due diligence to make sure everything was right, and that's that's why they did it. It was like the, the most tedious, stupid Very thing, smart. but yeah. genius. Very, <laughs> I'm telling you, genius I'm telling you. I agree with you though on um, uh, uh, instrumental music, and I'll give you a good example. Anybody listening that that is is, is throwing shade or, or turning their nose up at instrumental music. And I recently rewatched this film. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, the Kill Bill films, uh, Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill. And um, if you take out during that scene where she, Uma Thurman's in the yellow jumpsuit and she's hacking up hundreds of uh, Yakuza, it's a fantastic scene if you're yeah. into that. Um, if you take out the music by, um, uh, and I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, Hotai, I think it was. Uh, Tamasu Hota, I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering his name. Anyway, fantastic Japanese guitar player and uh, does instrumental music. And man, that scene would just fall short without his instrumental. You know, it just really wasn't as important as any of the acting in that. And, yeah. you know, so an instrumental can make or break stuff, you know. it's uh, Yeah, and I'd be happy to, to have have placements with my music in, you know, more, more film and commercial work. I mean, why not? That That's it's always a great thing. I mean, I'm a huge movie fan, particularly horror movies, but I mean, just another great example, <laughs> totally way out there. And it's not instrumental, but if you, you know, if you watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Like you, you would never be able to see <clears throat> that, that, that one scene with a moving in stereo, that car song, Oh yeah, you know, the Phoebe Kate part. Yeah, I mean, I I will never hear that song ever again without picturing that scene. So I mean, music and movies together, music and visuals, which is another reason why I mm-hmm. like doing videos. Because um, my my theory when I did my very first instrumental song, I did it and released it with the video at the same time. First time mm-hmm. I ever even tried to do a video, uh, but the whole theory behind it was that people. It's show business, right? So probably nobody's even going to click on it to listen to this song. But if they see a video, they might watch the whole thing and then in turn listen to oh, the song. Yeah. And my theory was pretty close to, you know, it, was, it worked. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't have Absolutely. killer numbers or anything, but, you know. <laughs> I do that. I, and especially during the pandemic, man, because I, I – 
my wife's the one who does a lot. Everybody's funny because everybody thinks, you know, oh, Jamie, pop, you know, pop culture trends and all this kind of stuff. I, I try to keep abreast of what I can, but I get real bored real easy. I'm old enough where I've seen things happen a few times, <laughs> you know, where yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's coming <laughs> around again. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, oh, man, I got to tell you a weird segue i was at the uh the vape store because i'm one of those ex-smokers who decided to quit smoking by turning to a vape which i was only going to do for a month or so and uh, this is years later still vaping um you know just traded one addiction for another but um so i'm at this place getting the uh the vape liquid today and the kid working there was watching star wars so we started both you know bullshitting about star wars i said yo i saw this movie when i was a kid in the theater the little kid, and he's like, oh, yeah, my dad did, too. And I just wanted to leave because I felt very, very old. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, my daddy? Yeah. What the hell is that? How did that happen? Yeah. But, you know. It, you, just, you can't um, escape it, right? It's a, no, there's a lot of no ageism in art, right? In, mm. And in music, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, there's just, I mean, it's hard to, again, people listen a bit with their eyes at show business and, and mm-hmm. it's understandable. And, you know, there, there are young artists and it, it's, I find it to be like completely honest here. I find it kind of, uh, almost insulting when, when people go on these rants that there's no good music being made today and right. everything sucks now. And, and I'm like, really? Because there are some of us who are still making music who, and there are, and if you actually pay attention, there are some killer new bands and new uh, artists out there. It may not all be in the top 40 and what you hear on the radio, but it's there, you know, and it's, there's so much oh, music yeah. out there. It's, it's almost overwhelming. And, so that's why I'm so appreciative when anybody actually takes the time to, to listen to my music because it's like, well, there's a lot out there. <laughs> they don't have to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the reality is, the reality is I have found the majority of people that have that type of attitude towards anything, towards, towards art, towards movies, towards especially music, especially music, is it all goes back to there's no – they should be honest and just own it. There's no good music made. Um, after the song that was playing the first time I kissed a girl, you know what I mean? Or this yeah. happened yeah. in my, this milestone happened. We get it. It's and, nostalgia. And that takes you back to that. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-mm. No, and I, I've said this before too. I, I find um, that, that people, when it comes to, or probably everything in life, we're all probably like this, but I think when it comes to music, I've seen it a lot where people, um, I don't know, they'll hear something uh, like Avril Lavigne. There's a good example. They'll say mm-hmm. she came out with that, that that video where she was dancing and she had like pink skulls and it was a very popular. Oh song. yeah, the Japanese gal thing. Um, uh, the girlfriend. The whole like song. look. Right. No, I know what you're talking about. It yeah. was different. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like. The, the Mickey song or whatever, but it was girlfriend mm. or something. Anyway, uh, and it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but um, people were like, oh, I wish she would go back to being punk like she was. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is only a few but years you... prior, but people already had in their mind that, that she was punk. And I'm like, really? Because Skater Boy and 
complicated. I remember those songs. And they were great pop songs. She was a pop kid. Like, I'm sorry. I just remember that. But they forget so quickly. And, again, there's nothing wrong with nostalgia. And there's, you know, but it really does shape your your feelings towards the newer stuff. And the reason people don't like when, I don't know, Alice Cooper comes out with a new album, it's not that they don't like it. They're, they're disinterested because, if that's even a word, I don't know. But it's it's because... Like, it doesn't make them feel like when they heard 18 when they were 16, mm-hmm. because they're not they're not 16 anymore. And no matter what right. he does, you're still not going to be 16. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I wish me, more people I, would be open. Well, it's interesting, too, Sorry. because a lot of people don't realize, years and years ago, I was, um, I went to this, um, there was this little club thing. This is in, I was living in San Diego and it was a gothic industrial type thing. And um, they were having uh, one of the guys from uh, Love and Rockets and Bauhaus as a uh, guest DJ. Apparently he lived, you know, 40 minutes away and somebody talked him into coming and DJ. And so all these kids, um, I should say, there was a bunch of kids that showed up, but there was a bunch of 40 year old kids too. Uh, you know, they squoze back into their fishnets and, um, black clothing and uh, I would do it too you know, <laughs> yeah yeah you know we hey, I was there uh, and anyway we all descended on this little bar this little club and everybody's standing around sucking their cheeks in uh, you know looking like vampires or tr- thinking they do and um, you know he started playing a lot of very cool German techno and trance um, and everybody's kind of looking at each other going, this, this isn't Bauhaus. This isn't, this isn't what was played when I was 18 going to club. You know what I mean? And what they didn't, what yeah. they failed to realize, it had been 25 years ago. And he as an artist had, had evolved. He had had different, you know, like any, like any per, normal person would. He had different interests, you know. He wasn't, yeah. you know, he would throw in something every so often from that era, but not, yeah, maybe one track an hour. She played for like four hours. It was a ginormous yeah, set. Wow. But it was interesting because, yeah, there was a lot of, and and I don't know if that's good to for him as a performer, as an entertainer, because he definitely kind of lost the crowd. <laughs> yeah, no, I was mm. digging it, but I like that kind of, you know, I like ex- hearing new stuff. That um, I was definitely yeah. in the minority. Everybody else was. They, they wanted to gossipfully yeah. sway around. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, that's strange, right? Like I, yeah, I get it. I get, I get their their feeling, but yeah, um, yeah. People, <laughs> art artists. That that's one of the great things about the position that I'm in is that, um, you know, I don't I don't care about being a rock star, and I'm not mm-hmm. 18 anymore, and I don't. You know, it, even when right. I was 18, I barely cared. I just want to make music. And, uh, I mean, I'm in a position where I can put out, you know, a rap album if I want. It, 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 wouldn't, it would be a horrible <laughs> rap album. <laughs> I, it would never happen. It's not going to happen. Just to, but I'm saying if I want to, if that's what inspires me, if all of a sudden I just get that, that's all I want to do, then nobody's going to stop me. Now, that, that's probably the bad bad example because it would be bad but i mean i'm i'm free to to experiment 
and go with my inspiration instead of having to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, catering to beating the sales records of my last release or something. And um, Well, yeah. you're not under contract I mean, with people either. You know, you, you yeah. wear the hats. You're the boss. Your name's on the door. You're the captain yeah. of the ship, you know, and that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a pain in the ass when you have to keep up with, you know, I, you know, Make a everything. TikTok or something. I mean, you, you know, I, I won't even. Yeah. You know, somebody was asking me the other day, "What's your TikTok?" I'm like, I don't have one. Of you know, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm not figuring that out. There's no I, way. Yeah, I got. I went and got. Uh, I I got the the app, and the only reason I did mm. was um, because there was um, just one of those articles like how to increase your music you know, views or whatever what with TikTok. And I'm like, okay. And then I realized that my music is actually uh, TikTok capable. I, I got, got a, mm. like, SoCan is our, is our, who pays us basically in Canada. And, um, and it was like, you know, three months of, uh, I don't know, a dollar 48 or something like that or whatever it was. And I'm like, wow. really? So, so I got the, the app to be able to look and see, okay, what's going on here? Can I use this? Most of it is kind of depressing. It's <laughs> I'm like I don't know if I want to be involved in this or not. First thing I had to learn how to do was how to how to say not interested, so I would you mm. know limit the amount of. It was just a lot of violence and stuff, and I'm like I don't want to see that. Right. It's, you know, yeah. It's not what I'm. That's not entertainment to me. Like I don't know, but uh, I'm the same way. I am. I feel the same yeah. way. If it's if it's if it's too much, I'm just like, oh, not cool. You know what I mean? Not. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's weird too because you see this stuff and and again, I'm not throwing shade at somebody. You know, hey, if you're into whatever, my thing is as long as you're not hurting somebody and you know and, and things right. can be consensual. You know, uh, I, I don't care what the hell you do. You know, but yeah, I'm yeah, I, I on the bus on some stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, there's certain yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I don't want that stink on me. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> exactly. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, and it's it's weird because, you know, I'm just. I feel like I'm adrift in the ocean here. I'm, I'm ho- holding on to my piece of the ship. <laughs> you know, and it's still floating. Yeah. And I'm yeah. doing the best I can. Um, yeah, but I've talked it. to people yeah, that sell a lot of albums that are feeling the same way. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh. yeah, yeah. And isn't that that phrase alone? Sell a lot of albums is just a like statement alone. Sound cringy. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm sorry. You know, my next album, the one I'm working on, I I here's the thing that I've noticed: the the single. Um, it's it, you know goes pretty well and I can understand the idea of putting out singles because you can you know just kind of put more out for more content. Um, I'm I'm an album guy just because I really like that whole you know especially with instrumental. I mean it's even though there are no words, it still seems to me almost like a concept, like a concept of work. Right. And so I like that. I like that. And I'm also somebody who's gonna make the CD because I hope to play again live. And a lot of people like to have it um, because it's merch, you know, even if they don't mm-hmm. listen to the CD itself, it's, it, and, you know, in the last one I put out, Wonders of the Invisible World, it's like just beautiful artwork. And it's like, man, I, I would 
I'm, if this wasn't mine, I'm, I would be glad to have it in my collection, you know. And that's awesome. So that's kind of the way. That's the way I'm trying to approach it, you know, to make it so that people want to have it in their hands and go, wow, that's cool. Because I feel like that's kind of missing, and I know it's just such an old school thing to say, but you know, people are buying vinyl for a reason, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. Now, we talked about Spider Jewel briefly, uh, the, the latest single. Um, now, this is part of a new album that you're working on? I was not aware of this. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, working on, I'm hoping, gee, we're already into July. I'm hoping to have it done by, you know, well, it will be done before Halloween. I'm hoping it'll be done sooner. Nice. Halloween is always my deadline. Um, so now I've said it. It has to be. <laughs> it just has to come true. Yeah, and, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good news. That is good news. Yeah, and that means you can come back on the show. Yeah, yeah anytime. And uh, worse. Yeah. we'll promote the hell out of it. Oh, man, I love yeah, having you on song. the show, man. I, I have you on every week. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I, I love it, too. It's always great. And, and uh, excuse me, before I forget, um, is on my website, I think it's free it's a pay what you want a, a few things are like that right now including my last album um so if you actually wanted the cd it, you just have to pay the shipping and you can pay if you mm. want to tip me you can but it's it's basically and um i i have a tendency i like doing that so if people sign up for my mailing list one thing i will promise you is that i will not spam you because i'm i'm just not <laughs> i don't have it together that much to just keep Spamming people with emails. Yeah, you'll get one a month, maybe. You know, like it's just. But it's usually cool because what happens? I mean, we all know with social media, you even the people you want to see their updates. A lot of times you miss things, and Mm -hmm. uh, and so I do. And uh, you know, I give stuff away once in a while, periodically, just through through my uh, mailing list. You know, just just like to show appreciation. So it definitely um, nice when people. You because know, it's it's the one thing that's free for people to support artists, you know, like subscribing to their mm-hmm. YouTube or mailing lists and stuff like that. It doesn't, you know, doesn't cost anything. So that's that's a, that's a great way to support people for, you know, for nothing. Oh, absolutely. And I tell people all the time, too, people ask me, and it's, it's been hard because I haven't been able to say this for a year, you know. And people always ask me, they're like, well, I really dig this person that was on your, you know, this band or this musician that was on your show. You know, what's the best way to, uh, you know, uh, get their stuff? And I'm like, at a show. <laughs> buy the yeah, CD yeah. at the show. There's always a merch table. And buy a T-shirt while you're yeah. at it, you know. Um, believe me, that that goes a long way. Uh, but it's, I'll tell you what's crazy. Now, I know, Darren, because you're a musician and you're a good musician, so I bet you have on your social media, you know, a lot of other musicians as well. Um, have you noticed, they, especially in the States, I don't know so much about Canada, but especially in the States, um, things are opening up. I have not seen band posts in like months, you know what I mean, a year. And now everybody's like, hey, we're playing at the, uh, you know, the muscle bucket yeah. this weekend. <laughs> you know, it's just post after post. And I'm like, it's great yeah. because people are out there doing it again. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's yeah. turning the waters. I like that. But, well, um, that, and this is one yeah, of the things that I was, I was saying. Yeah. And, and like, that's what I was thinking about people, um, 
like myself kind of have that anxiety of like, geez, I'm not going to be ready to do anything. Cause I, a few of the projects that I have are with, aside from my own uh, solo thing, I, are people that don't live especially close and, you know, there's been right. a whole vaccination thing and people staying away from everybody and all this. And it's like, you know, Creeping Beauty, my, my uh, other band, we've been doing a, an acoustic thing, just me and the singer for like a couple of years now. And, you know, so we get, you know, fair gigs and small coffee house gigs, all kinds of things. But we, right, haven't, yeah. been, we haven't even been able to get together and practice. You know, we were just talking about it. Like, hey, we better get together now that we kind of, now that we can. Because she lives across the border in Quebec. And mm. that the province was, was kind of closed up except for essential travel. So, um, yeah. Really? It's been like... I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, like a year and a half since we've even seen each other, you know. it's Yeah, well, I guess Holy it was smoke. just pretty one point. Yeah, so, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. I can't wait to, to have announced gigs from any of my projects, any any band I'm involved in. I just oh, can't I'm wait. I'm telling to, you. you know, especially I'm telling you. Mike, <laughs> well, everybody, every performer I know, you know, and it, it sucks, and so many venues have closed up too, because and people don't realize, they're like, well, you know, a venue, they, they could, you know, maintain, for, I'm like, for a year? Yeah, electricity doesn't yeah, stop. Yeah. Those coolers don't shut off. <laughs> you know, they're still there. Yeah, yeah. But I have so many comedian friends that got, because the problem, and I have a lot of DJ friends, man, the DJ people that I know were having all they got, oh, I can think of like 10 off the top of my head. They got these great gigs, these residency gigs, these big clubs and stuff, especially out west. Um, Vegas and LA and stuff. And, you know, there was big checks coming in, lots of money coming in. And, um, you know, they, they bought houses and cars and stuff. And then this happened. <laughs> Those payments wow. still were, were due, you know what I mean? And the the, get, the money wasn't yeah. coming in. Um, and yeah, the media you friends you know, I know. I can't blame it on them. It's, it's hard to do that like, without an audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, if, and you can't can't blame it on somebody for spending money on stuff that I mean I I bought a, a guitar a Prince uh, Prince Cloud like a Schefter Cloud you know Prince right his, wow his, uh-huh. yeah I bought that like, a nice March. yeah well I mean it was it was a limited run that was being released to the public which it was not, that's not a normal thing. And I saw, I'm like, man, I just, you know, I, I'm a big Prince fan. And I, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. And, but I mean, that's a, that's a fair chunk of money. And then right after, like literally that month is when this whole pandemic thing mm-hmm. started hitting. And I'm like, geez. And I waited for over, I think it was close to six months to get that guitar that was already paid for. <laughs> so right. I'm like, man, oh, man. I don't know if this was a, yeah, I'm going, I don't know if this is a smart idea or not. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, no, I have it. I've been there. It, so, yeah. I've been there. I During this pandemic, I got in this, I get on these weird kicks, these weird hobby kicks, and I got into this organic gardening kick. I was watching all these YouTube videos, yeah. you know, and um, the, the guy, everybody on the YouTube is real good at it, you know, and they have all these little raised garden beds they've made. It looks real nice, real, real neat. And then, there's this. I don't know if it's happening in Canada. Probably is. Um, hey, folks, and that's a big mystery. Jamie Rocks here. That is when the internet gods decided that you know um, we had talked long enough and the show's over. 
Um, now, if you want to hear the rest of this interview, go to my Patreon. I'm kidding, of course. No, you should want to go to my Patreon. You can, but there's not the rest of the interview there. Uh, for some reason, uh, the call dropped. I couldn't log back in. Um, Darren couldn't say goodbye. He said goodbye uh, virtually. Um, and, uh, you know, that was, uh, I guess that was the end of the uh, the interview, the end of our conversation, which was weird. I, I think that they, uh, the people behind the lumber shortage, which I was going to get into, um, you know, just pulled the plug on us there. Big lumbers to blame. I'm kidding, of course. But, no, something happened and we had to end things. So, yeah, check it out, man. Uh, Spider Jewels, the single from uh, Darren, and, and he's he's cool, turned up to 10, man. I love having him on. He's going to be, well, I'm going to have him on a lot more. Um, we're gonna, not going to wait as long next time uh, for him to be on. Thanks so much for tuning in, and um, we will see you on the next one. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.